It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The podcast Yes, yes We back Word up Yeah, yeah Black history, yeah Smack dab in the middle you know, word up, yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> you know, of, of peak season black history year, you know what I'm peak saying? Black, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of black shit going on, I guess. Uh, what's good with you, man? How you feeling? Feeling black as usual, shit, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> I hear that. I hear I'm that. good, I'm good, you know what I'm saying, you know. Working on my rest, getting my rest in the way I need to. So, mm. Feeling all right in a good place. That's good. That's good. I need to work on my rest, man. I ain't been sleeping well in <clears throat> probably at least two weeks. That shit is terrible. Damn. Yeah, man. I need to. I need to lay my ass down somewhere and just go to sleep. <clears throat> yeah, you know? it, it ain't easy to do. Yeah, I no, tell you it that. ain't. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-mm. Yeah, like gotta do it. Yeah, even even like for me, you know, it Mm -hmm. it the rest begs on you. Like nigga, it's on, nigga. I'm going to sleep. You know, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it gets you that tired, but then don't want to go to sleep because your old body be like, nah, nigga, it's on ten o'clock, nigga. What we doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you gotta you kind of gotta force it, but then you know the next day you realize you need it because when you don't do it, shit. By 12 o'clock, nigga, you through. <laughs> Need a nap. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, this this whole thing is is forcing a rest on you or forcing a respite. So, taking it, you know what I mean? Hopefully it won't last forever. But right now, taking it as I need it. I hear that. I, gotta, I have to remind myself that I ain't missing shit. You know? Like, I'm like, no, uh, no doubt. Like a 10-year-old. You know how you just want to stay up just to stay up because you don't want to, God forbid, you don't want to miss nothing. And what happens with me is it's a combination of work that, like, Mm -hmm. damn, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should look look at these emails. Maybe I should, you know what I'm saying, do some writing. Maybe I should, Mm -hmm. you know, then it's TV, movies. Let me catch up on this. Let me see that. And then last, very last, is the phone. Like, if I got the phone, mm-hmm. if I put the phone in the other room, then I could be good if I just let that shit stay there. But if not, then I'm going to wind up on Instagram and, you know what I'm saying, Twitter and all of this <laughs> other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, then it's just time flying by. Sometimes what I'll do, too, is uh, just to, like, just really, sometimes I'll go on, like, Audible or put on a podcast or one of these books on tape and then I set the the um the timer <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so I have some like shit that's going on in the background that's not the TV because if the TV is on I'm going to want to look towards the light you know what I'm saying but if I mm-hmm. just hear some shit I put like some something on the background kind of low and then uh and then absolutely after a while the, you know the shit will just turn off due to the timer that's if I set the timer now, if I don't set the timer, that shit is going for the entire time that I'm asleep. 
And then depending on what type of material I'm listening to, it could get a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It's it's like, what are we talking about? Ah, fuck it. I just got to rest. Shit. I just got to rest, man. I got to get some rest, dog. Um... Speaking of black history, some black shit. I was out in D.C. We did the, uh, we had our improv, had my improv shows, the D.C. improv. Uh, what was that? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Five shows. People came out. The people came out, man. We sold out four out of the five shows, which was crazy. Um, yeah, That's man. Good shit was That's good. Work. Yeah, hell yeah. Shit felt good. Shit felt good. I, you know, I was, I was. You know, I was anxious about it a little something. You know, I just wanted mm-hmm. the people to come out, have a good time. And, you know, like, I was, I never played this club before. You know, I always wanted to play the DC Improv. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was good to do good business in there. And um, a lot of people came out. You know what I'm saying? People, like, a lot of familiar faces yeah, came out, out of there. DC. Yeah, shout out to DC for sure. Shout out to DC. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some conversationalists came out. That was fire, um, you know. Shit, some 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 folks that you know we all know. Uh, shout yeah, out to shout old, out. yeah, go yeah. Ahead. You say what? Right, go ahead. You probably about to say what I'm about to say. What you about to say? Shout out to old Cameron. He hit yeah. me up, said he was headed to your show. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Cameron hit politics. Came out twice. K to two shows and shit. Cameron came out. Shout out to my fucking um, Kirk Taylor. Kirk came out. Oh, oh, Brandon shit. Howard. Kirk, yeah, Kirk Brand- was out. Oh there. shit. Yeah, Brandon <laughs> came out. Um, Brandon Howard came out. Um Danielle. Formerly oh, Danielle. You had it yeah, popping. Yeah. Yeah, she was my yeah, first yeah. assistant. Danielle. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit. She helped me find my first apartment. Danielle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that shit was that shit was crazy, man. And um Wow. Yeah, yeah man. And you know, some people, some of my people's from from uh from college, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot, a lot of people. I, I feel bad. That I'm naming, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to keep naming people and not name people. You know what I mean? But shout out to go the, through the whole VIP. That, absolutely, yeah, man. Shout out to the people. And that was the crazy shit. These people bought tickets. People just mm. straight up bought tickets. It wasn't even like the guest list vibe. These motherfuckers came through, surprisingly showed up and, and supported the kids. So I. Much, much, much appreciated to everybody that came through. You know, it was a good time. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We had some listeners in the building that came through. Shit was cool. Shit was cool. Shout out to uh cat uh Peter Sullivan who was uh hosting. I brought I had uh Chris Lambert featuring, you know what I'm saying? ITC correspondent, you know what I'm saying? So that was cool. Um, uh, my man Justo came through for a show that was fire. It was just a good time. It was a good time. So you know, in DC was chill. Shit was fucking sixty degrees out there this weekend. So that was kind of fly, just to kind of just be in the world a little bit, move around a little bit. Ate at a couple spots. Went to this spot at the at the after the last show. This place called Stands. Shout out to Stands. Um, I think Cameron. Cameron was the one that. Suggested it. he was like it's like a black cheers. Once mm. he said that, I was like, oh yeah, now I'm wow. with that. That's the you know what I mean. Yeah, that's a nice little. I like that. You know, I don't need to go to the to the super duper 
lit shit. You know what I'm saying? Where there's sparklers and, you know, the new shit is that they put putting messages on whatever. If you go buy a bottle, nigga, I'm not none of that bottle service. <laughs> a light up I'm, board. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like that shit looks crazy. But um, remember, so they'll know you next time. You know, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I went to went to Stan's out there. Stan's is like uh I'm starting to be a fan of a good bar and grill. You know what I'm saying? Like a not just a bar, you know, like and this mm-hmm. is a different oh. this is a different <laughs> level than you know, cause like there's different levels. There's the club. Then there's like, you know, some people fall back from the club, then they do the lounges. Some people mm-hmm. fall back from the lounges and maybe do a day party or the brunches or whatever. I'm not a big day party brunch cat. I, day party, cool. I'm not a brunch cat. Never really been a big brunch cat because mm-hmm. I feel like it's more about the drinks than the food. I, and I just brunch, ah. But um, <laughs> as of late, I started getting into the, to the bar. The bar and grill, <laughs> like the bar and grill. The, what, now what's the bar? So there's a difference. There's a difference because, <laughs> and I was thinking about this because, like, growing up, there's always the bar. You know what I mean? It's in the neighborhood. There's the bar, and the bar is not typically, you know, what you want, or you don't want to be a super bar fly. Like the mm-hmm. bar, bar. You know them bars that, like, it could be 3 p.m. and you go in there. That shit dark than a motherfucker. And mm-hmm. it's just for real deal drinking. You know what I'm saying? Drinking problems. You know what I'm saying? Indiscretion. You know what I mean? Like, it's that type of thing. And that bar might be open from, like, noon to 3 a.m. It's just it's just a tuck away. Um, mm-hmm. A bar in the grill is good-ass drinks, strong drinks, still a lot of the same vibe, community vibe. But there's some food there. That kind of builds a bit of energy, some food and some some music, whether it's a good ass like whether it's like a jukebox or if it's like a a, a resident DJ or something. But it's a vibe. They might have the, the game on like it's just a place where people are eating, drinking, laughing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Having a good time. Not just drowning out their sorrows. So there's the difference. That little and grill adds mm-hmm. a little on to it. And then the thing about a bar and grill is that and grill is typically real specific to what they offer. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like stands, one of the things that they offer that they known for is their chicken, the chicken wings. And they like, the official chicken wings, not like mm-hmm. wingettes. You know what I mean? Right. These are the real the wings wing. with the yeah, with, with the, the tip. nub on it. Exactly. You know what I mean? The old school, whatever yeah, happened yeah. to the real old school wing? And them shits is fried hard and they good as DC. So they give you some mambo sauce with the shit and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was a it was uh, a cool little spot to it's like like, to, a, uh, like a Atlanta sports bar. Like an Atlanta sports bar. There's a bar. I don't even know if it's still there. I think it's called the the G Five in Inglewood. I remember telling you about that before. Like yeah, like in Atlanta. No, no, in in Inglewood, uh, Los Angeles. Oh, right over by the right over by the um the airport. Um, ain't play too much around that motherfucker. Just guessing on spots in L.A. Yeah, I didn't play too much about it for a long time, but I got family that live out there. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin took me out there. Okay. And 
Yeah, yeah. You need the hood Sherpa. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Out my, that yeah, you need a Sherpa out that way. Up in no places like I'm no, just hang out. <laughs> no, especially not, not at the bar and grill because it's right. a ten. You know what I mean? You just don't you don't mix with the familiarity. Go stick out like a sore thumb, and that could get that could be interpreted as a, a gang sign. Nigga threw up a sore thumb. But yeah, uh, I was already you was mentioning that I was already picking up my phone trying to find the OG. <laughs> yeah, let me let me see who I need to call right. about this. Right, shit. right. <laughs> see about this. See, yeah, get the get the the green light. I think it's still lit. I think it's still. Hopefully, it didn't get you know get uh, torn down by COVID because I think I don't know, but you know, brown liquor music. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that type of vibe. That type of right, vibe. Right, right. So yeah. Now, now shout um, out to uh, Inglewood. Um, when I was doing my LA runs, this was mm-hmm. still in the days where Magic Magic Johnson had the um I think it's an Apple Fridays? Fridays, Fridays, yeah, Fridays, Fridays. That's where all that's where it was that was the bar and grill, nigga. Yeah, but I had a yeah. Sherpa, you know what I'm saying, that I knew would usually be in there, so I was always good. But you know what I'm saying, that made me think of it like shit, I wouldn't have did that shit without a Sherpa. <laughs> right, right, no, for sure, for sure. No but, doubt. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, though, all low, long story short, had a good ass time, man. I enjoyed it. Had fun out there. Um, on my way back, on my way back, like uh, I stopped past this little Cuban restaurant just before I got on the road because I was walking past there and I seen that they had um, Cafe Con Leche, right? Mm-hmm. And I've had a couple times. Right, mm-hmm. I'm typically a black coffee drink. I do a black mm-hmm. coffee, right? But um, something was like, man, treat yourself to a little cafe con leche. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? You about to get on voice the road. in your head, the whisper. <laughs> yeah, you deserve this. You know how that type of shit happens. You like not even that, you, but you just the killed. <laughs> I had a yo. I had a good time out there. I had fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit was a good time. I was like, yeah, man, go ahead, get yourself a cafe con leche. <laughs> So I went ahead, I went ahead and got me a little cafe con leche. Shit wasn't cheap either for coffee, you know what I mean? Like, uh, but uh, that shit was good than a motherfucker. That shit was so good that I went to YouTube to figure out how to make the shit. You oh, know, because wow. it's, it's coffee with milk just per what it is, but it's deeper than that, like how they right. do it, you know what I mean? And then I was right. like... When I seen what exactly what it was, I was like, oh, shit, that's that's what it is? Like, it's way more milk than it is coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's a, there's a few different things. But um, I say all that shit to say that I, I think I might make one of these at some point, maybe this week. But, um, yeah, long story short, <laughs> for the second time, D.C. Hey. Was, was a great time, man. I enjoyed myself out there. Thank you. You know what I mean? Anybody, everybody that came out, you know, it was it was fun. It was great seeing the people, and uh, you know, hope to be there soon. You know what I'm saying? Hartford, we coming right. there this weekend. Hartford, Connecticut, City Steam. Yeah, Word yeah, yeah. Up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Shit. Oh man, did you watch the foot? Did you watch? The, I was about to say the football game. Did you watch the Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched. I mean, I watched it. I came in deep in the second half. Okay. And watched it all the way through, which I okay. was, you know, saying. Actually, I was glad I did it that way. Yeah, you know yeah. Because neither one of these is my team or nothing like uh-huh. that. So you know, uh-huh. what I'm saying, I wasn't gonna watch it at all. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? Mm-hmm. But then it was like, you know what? Let me turn this thing on, see what's cracking. You know, wait, you turned it, it was, on deep in the second. Did you not see Usher or? 
No, I saw I saw Usher. Okay. I came in before okay. Usher. So okay. I was like deep in the second quarter. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. Got you. Okay, quarter. okay. Got it, got it, got it. Got so it, yeah. yeah, it was you know it was winding down to halftime. Probably like five minutes to go to halftime, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And then um, you know, you know the narrative is oh, will Mahomes come back? He's been in this position before. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every right. Super Bowl he's been down by ten. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? That that mm-hmm. conversation to, to hype up the anticipation <laughs> to stay yeah. around for the second half. Right, 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 right. And then I um, thought that go Usher, ahead. You said what? No, nah, no, nah, go ahead. Yeah, then, Usher, Usher. then Usher came on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought with I thought at the same time, you know, they was doing the Mahomes foreshadowing, but they was also like really like it felt like they were split. Like because I, I as just as much as the Mahomes. He could come back at any time. Mm-hmm. It was also this guy, Bert, this guy Purdy. Yeah, this guy. You know, Purdy. like he might be the new, the new guy. He's a Can franchise they player. He's, yes, he's all a of that real shit. Real franchise quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't yeah, with all that. The same yeah. old, you know what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same commentary, same signifiers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just, that's just why, different. That's why I, Super Bowl parties, they had a music up down there the whole damn time <laughs> to get to get crunch time when niggas turn everything off. Mm. Like, yeah, like right. When, when it gets serious, <laughs> yeah, when it gets serious, <laughs> like when right. niggas got a reverse in their car, <laughs> hold up now, <laughs> turn exactly. down the volume. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> like a nigga looking for the address or something. Like, is that, that the house shit. right there? <laughs> Wait, 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 turn that down. Turn that shit down. Hold on for a second. Hold on, hold on for one second. Let's get serious. Dude, are you one of these people? I mean, that's was it your team. But are you one of these people that feels even in the least bit that your energy could help the team? You know what no. I'm saying? Like, no? <laughs> no. Okay. I let that go like early in the um LeBron playoff days. Okay, okay. And then you'd be like, damn, if I watch the whole game, they always lose. Yeah. I'm going to just come uh-huh, in. Uh-huh. I'm going to come I- in third quarter. You know what I'm saying? That right. shit didn't help. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, nigga, just watch the game, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I know, I ain't got shit to do with it. I ain't work out. I ain't go to now practice. I don't know Not what play. <laughs> None of them. None of them. You don't even know the coach like that. Uh, he can't yeah. even hear me. Can't hear me cheer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I ain't I ain't got Taylor Swift next to me and shit. So shit, what the fuck I'ma do? That shit's wild. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I still be feeling like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I know obviously I know that this shit is doing nothing, but it's just like, nah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be here to watch this. <laughs> I feel as though, I feel as though they need me. They need I gotta, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, oh shit, man. <laughs> right, right, right. Niggas, <laughs> they are professionals. They get paid a lot of money. <laughs> and you was nowhere near the negotiation. Yeah, yeah. Exercise and practice, nigga. Mm-hmm. They got it. Yeah, but I checked that shit out, man. You know what I'm saying? What first, you know, Usher came in and did his did his thing. Uh huh. So yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. I, I, you know, you can't watch it by yourself. You got to watch it along with like Twitter and shit, so you can see right. the commentary as it's going along. Uh huh. Uh huh. So that was cool. Yeah, it was good, man. I I was um, I always say I was impressed because I already knew Usher was gonna give a good show. 
I mean, he's been giving a good show for the last, what, two years? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, this is, you know, so he had the, the proof of concept has been there for anybody that's been to Vegas. You know, the shit was in Vegas. So this is just an offsite mm-hmm. for the right. most part, a big ass offsite. But um, I was in, I was, uh, did I just say I, what? I don't want to say I was impressed. I was. I'll say this. Well, I said I wasn't surprised, but I was impressed by the fact. What was interesting was to see. You know, rocking the Super Bowl is a feat. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody can do that shit. Not everybody could do that shit. And to be somebody that's just straight up a song and dance man. You know what I mean? He just singing and dancing his fucking ass off. This nigga was pop locking and ticking and all of this shit throughout the whole shit. He doing what he do, but like on the grass and you know what I mean? All of this shit. But it's just, that is, that's his, that's how he delivers the show. Whereas, you know, like if you, you know, they compare him to other people, you know, like you think about Prince Prince got the guitar and shit, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody might have, I mean, he did have the big, the marching band. I forget what, what, um. Yeah, he had her come in and do the guitar. He had her come through and get her, her licks off. Yeah, he had Alicia Keys. On the, on the piano. You know what I mean? He had Lil John and Luda, you know what I'm saying? He had the. Which is interesting. What, what was interested about that? Because in the lifespan of, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He really downplayed that part of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, remember it was like a big thing when he got the award, then he didn't want Lil John on stage and you know what I'm saying, that type of shit. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a it was a big thing of of like, you know, when they was gonna do Yeah again, they mm. everybody brought all that stuff up, you know what I'm saying? When mm. they started, when they was, did Lovers and Friends in in um Las Vegas, everybody brought that up. And I remember him kind of looking funny when Lil John rushed the stage when they won the award for yeah. I'm like, damn, that nigga produced it. His voice was all on his nigga stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? God damn, He's, nigga. They're like, Lil right. John is Lil John. It's but, just as much his record. You know what I mean? Right. Damn near. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, shit. so it always felt like he was bigger than it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So for him to celebrate it the way he did, to embrace it in the Atlanta way, you know what right. I'm saying? Showed that he understood the importance of it, which I'm right. glad that he did. Cause some people just move on. Like, you know, I, you know, that's part of my past. You know what I'm saying? But right. it was good to see him embrace it. It's good that niggas like Luda and Lil John got to to be in the moment, bask in the moment. Cause shit, when you think of the Atlanta performance, they gave goddamn big boy that little ass small ass clip. You know what I'm saying? Of a of a walkthrough, you know what I mean? He 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 performed a verse or something, but it wasn't much. You know what I'm saying? When was this? When the Super Bowl was in Atlanta, and they had a uh, big boy came out as a part of like some type of medley. I don't remember who all it was because I don't uh, I kind of remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, them medleys, yeah. them shits is yeah, they they it's tough. Yeah, it's yeah, tough. Yeah. So it was good to see them boys. You know what I'm saying? Get their spot. You know, shout out to Jay Z for you know running the entertainment right. and making sure niggas get some shine. You know what right. I'm saying? Cause this shit could be YouTube to death, niggas. For the rest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, Ozzy Osbourne on your ass. You know, mm-hmm. which yeah. you know ain't nobody yeah. mad at, but niggas had 
had their time now. They 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 got the yeah, yeah shine. Nah. Many many Super Bowls, many Super you Bowls. We've seen Cheryl Crow and you know what I'm saying um, whomever. Yeah. I don't even know if Cheryl Crow ever did it, but you know Alabama, right? All of that old crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And and the crazy part about the whole mm-hmm. shit, as you know, like I said, I'm watching the social as it's, as it's going on. You right. know what I'm saying? And people speculating whether or not Justin Bieber was going to be there to perform mm-hmm. with Usher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I, ultimately he wasn't. And then how the story quickly rolled out, Bieber turned down Usher because of blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and you know what I'm saying? Uh, the show wasn't, the show was whack or like Deadline was like Deadline Hollywood out there talking about Usher fizzled. I'm like, man, what TV you watching? You know what I'm saying? Your yeah. niggas think your propaganda machine is is the most important thing, and it ain't no more. And that's why <laughs> when when the black Twitter kicked in, you know what I'm saying, it drowned out all of those naysayers and, you know what I mean, shit like that. It's like, you know, that shit might not have meant nothing to y'all, but, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to the people, that shit was top five performance of all time in Super Bowl. That's what yeah. the people said. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that just shows the subjectivity of it all. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like, yeah, who you follow, especially if you didn't see it for yourself, who you follow, you can be led, you know, to believe a certain thing or just to see, like, how valuable certain people are to certain communities. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I thought the Justin Bieber thing, because I did see that today. Mm-hmm. Just I only seen real one thing, and it was I guess the quote was he wasn't feeling it. Um, I didn't really. I looked. <laughs> I looked at it like asked Justin fucking Bieber. <laughs> Look, <laughs> you that's think Justin? Yeah, but he wasn't even watching that nigga. <laughs> I, I, well, one, I didn't have no anticipation for Justin to come out. That wasn't anything I was thinking about. But I thought about it. I didn't even look at it as as him being shady to him, I didn't, you know, he just came off of the, you know, the stiff, like the frozen face situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the Bell's palsy <laughs> or whatever. You know, I don't know what they call it. Ah. it no, I'm not. Why are you laughing? I'm just saying this what happened. So he just got back in his groove of like performance. So like Super Bowl is a big deal. Like you don't want to come out there and, t- you know, stink it up. <laughs> You know what I mean? That nigga face might freeze back up fucking around oh with that bad God. press. Oh, you know but that's what I thought. I was like, maybe he was just like, oh, Lord, now I got to warm up. I can't just be jumping right from the frying pan into the fire. Nigga, wow. We could do we could do the garden. We could do, the, the you know, the, the dome or something. But nah, not the fucking Super Bowl. Nah, I'm not feeling that. I got to chill. I'll be here. I'll be there in spirit. That's kind of what I felt. I felt as though maybe, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to poke fun at the the frozen face shit or the whatever they call it. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you're making it worse than what I'm trying to say. (laughs) But you know, like, because I don't, I don't even want to play with that shit. That shit, see, like that, that shit come out of nowhere too. So you definitely, that's like that shit could jump on anybody. (laughs) (laughs) You got to knock on wood after you talk about that shit. It's like a curse. If you don't do right by me, it's one of those. But uh, yeah, man. So yeah, shout out to everybody involved and those who sat sat it out. No, but you know, yeah, you know, everybody be rooting for they, you know. 
certain yeah, community has the halftime, had the halftime show shit uh-huh. all the way through, you know what I'm saying, with the exception yeah. of Prince and Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying, which is all inclusive, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, you know, it, it's it's an adjustment, you know what I'm saying, to see some of these different kinds of Super Bowl halftimes, like when Rihanna came with her set up and she was pregnant and, you know what I'm saying, it, you know, people had some shit to say, you know what I'm saying? They always got some yeah. shit to say when we here, you know what I'm saying? They mad mm-hmm. at, at, at goddamn Janet Jackson nipples. She was just a visitor. You know what I'm saying? All right. She didn't probably that. ain't even plan that part of the show. That shit was a planned out part of the show. But she took all the blame. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, man. It, 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 you know, this, this, this media narrative is always funny when it comes to, you know what I mean, um, being um, subjective about our culture, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. with when I say our now, our culture is expanding in different ways because now everybody's experiencing culture almost simultaneously, you know what I'm saying? Like if mm-hmm. something hit on the internet today, you know what I'm saying, by, by motherfucking Friday, everybody kind of untouched it, all the race, you know what I mean? So it's just a bit, it's a different ball game nowadays that we playing and it's good that we don't have to listen to certain outlets to, you know what I'm saying, understand the vibe of the people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, I'm looking through the um, the Super Bowl performance, though. Mm-hmm. We were, we've been well represented, though. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at how we looking out here. We had, we had, I didn't know Luther Vandross did the joint. But Luther I'm going to Hey, when you, you look, look at that shit, fan, you did it more than everybody. Oh yeah, okay. Fan, you got okay. three performances on that bitch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying <laughs> at least Luther, I'm saying Aaron Neville, Whitney, um, Wynton Marsalis, uh, Diana Ross. You know, so that's what we was out here. I mean, there's definitely. Yeah, they, they know what time it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. We always, we always popping. You know, um. Speaking of performance, though, I you know so I watched it. I kind of <clears throat> I came in probably in the middle of the first quarter, and uh, and I was watching it. I was in, the game was good. I say that shit. The game was good, like especially towards the end, like when it really when it got when it started to count, and it the drama of it all started to unfold. I was like, okay, now nah, this is a good ass game, um, but um. Felt like the Super Bowl commercials, or maybe I missed a lot because I see people talking about something that I didn't see. But I don't. I wasn't. I wasn't really that blown away by many Super Bowl commercials. But the one I did see that was interesting to me, uh, or probably one of the more interesting ones that I saw, was the Beyonce Verizon commercial. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah. Where um, basically, I guess she set up her new music. You know, mm. and before even the the fact of her setting up new music, which was kind of which was fly a fly way of doing it, I guess. You know, it's a cool way. You know, Beyonce's delivery system was always going to be something like it's a, I you know, Beyonce is a phenomenon. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the way that she moves and the way that she uh, delivers to her audience and the things that she does. Uh, she's a force. But I, what I was interesting about 
the um, the Verizon commercial was, this felt like, I don't say the first time, but it felt like first time in a long time where Beyonce didn't really seem to take herself so serious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she kind of played with her legacy. You know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. was, you know, because, you know, she don't do too many interviews. She stay quiet. She just gives the people what she want to give them. She don't really do a whole lot of talking. It is, this is the 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 words are in the music. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, and the mythology of it all is in the mystique is well curated and, and well kept, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so this, this commercial where it was like, can you break the internet or whatever? Can you break, you know, of course I could do it. Cause you know, basically I'm Beyonce and everybody that's a a Beyonce stand in the beehive would definitely be like, of course, you know what I'm saying? That's what she do. But to see, like, no matter all of this shit she doing, it still wasn't enough to break this Verizon situation. And it was just kind of interesting to see her kind of leverage, and I don't want to say undermine, but leverage and poke fun at her, uh, the weight of it all, right. you know what I mean? And her, her, her legend to kind of buttress another brand, you know what right. I mean? Right. And obviously, I'm sure the check was crazy. And maybe, who I knows, mean, the check was crazy. But you know what? I actually I want to talk crazy. about something. The check was crazy, <laughs> but I actually want to talk about that, too, in a second. But it was just interesting to see that. I was like, oh, wow. It was. Right. I always say it was refreshing, but it was just different. I was like, oh, shit. All right, Beyonce is like, oh, wow. She's like not taking herself serious in that. What you think? Well, well the thing about it is is you're leveraging the best of, of what you have and the best of the best, right? So mm-hmm. she stopped talking to press. Only one, you know, uh, you know, press will twist your words. Jay Z mm-hmm. obviously was a, a not an anti presser, but definitely the press just trying to use us to make money type right. of person. But also, um, they, you know, a lot of the people, especially in the beginning, before the Beehive was all uh, formed. A lot of people talked about how she talked and she was country and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She sounds so Southern and you know what I'm saying? She needs to go to a speech therapist or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? And then she stopped fucking talking, you know, all together on your motherfucking mm-hmm. ass. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But if you look at her acting, which she has been tried a few times, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, shit. I, I was lucky I booked her in one movie. For obsessed, shout out to Will Packer now. Oh, but, I didn't know you booked that. Okay, you yeah. worked on that. I know. That. Okay, yeah, I didn't work yeah, on yeah. the movie per se, but I did book you, book. Me. Yeah, yeah, I caused the motherfucking rolls for the booking. Yes, you know what I'm oh, shit. That's man. when she was with her daddy. Salute. You know yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But the thing about it is, her best moments in acting that were probably most more well received were the ones where she was being a little bit, you know what I'm saying, not so serious. And like the Austin Powers joint, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where, remember. yeah. Right, so when you got an artist that's so serious, that's so business, that's by her motherfucker standing on her business and all that shit, but she does have a fucking goofy side, 
probably in real life, she probably fun as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So when she does her fun stuff on in the acting, it comes off. You can see the fun. You be like, oh shit, she actually is fun. So for her, for them to zone in on that was a good look. From my perspective, it it, it shows that they were trying to operate from all things that worked and not try to force anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. It's just it, I could I could understand that, and it's it's cool to see that. It's cool right. to see that because it's like yeah, like the the legacy is so kind of uh, tightly wound and protected to mm-hmm. see like there's you know there are some funny moments or you could tell like um, you see glimmers of it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. I think when you see somebody not take themselves too seriously, they look a little bit more human. You know what I'm right. saying? And I think sometimes right. when you become such a big entity that people could forget mm-hmm. that you're human just like them. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was and interesting. I, and I tell you, uh, another motherfucker who liked that, which, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I think George W. Bush was like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like the nigga was such a fucking uh, polarizing figure in office before office. He's just, you know what I'm saying, Republican, right? Right. But then when it started coming down to the end and he stopped being in DC that much, this nigga taking meetings in Texas, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then to the point where he started his personality started coming out a little bit more. Right. Like this nigga is actually probably a hoot. As the old he people, probably, yes, he probably somebody <laughs> you want to get a drink with. He probably right. would be funny. And then on top of that, you know who really helped bring it out of him was um Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, yep. yeah, they they click like they got their little yeah. banter that they had that was just very interesting. Like you're like, but, oh shit, kind of made you look at them a little differently. Right, but the yeah. part that the one that brought it all the way out for me mm-hmm. uh-huh. was when that nigga was in the Middle East and they would start throwing them shoes at him. And oh, he ducked them bitches. That <laughs> he ducked that first one, smooth. then he looked up yeah. like, "What else you got? What else you got?" Uh, right, right, right. Are we playing this? This is what we oh, doing? Okay, right, okay. Uh-huh. You think you can yeah. get me? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this oh, nigga crazy, shit. man. Right, right. Wildcat. Oh man. Let me ask you this. I had a thought about this. How much does politics matter in your? Getting along with people. I don't be talking to people about politics. So, I, you know, a lot of times I don't really know what a motherfucker's politics is. Because how mm-hmm. you going to know? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't I don't start no conversation off about it. And, I, you know what I'm saying? Nobody don't usually start them with me. So, mm. they, they don't matter much <clears throat> until you really start seeing their politics and they start behaving their politics or start, you know what I'm saying, acting they vote you know so right you know then you'd be like damn nigga i ain't know you was like that but right you know other than that you don't know it's like when you when you round people you don't know what they go home and do you know what i mean you in class you don't know what your teacher do when they leave out that motherfucker you know what i'm saying when you at work you don't know what your co-workers so it's like I don't need to know so I don't cause I don't ask about it. I'm I'm not jumping out there with my politics. Like, you know what I'm saying? My you know, I believe that. So it don't re- it rarely comes up in types of conversations that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if people were talking about them, I usually don't really join them like that. Cause 
I don't know I'm hand and foot fist enough to be, you know what I'm saying, standing on. This is how it is. And this right. is how it ain't. I know what's fuck's happening. And I know what it motherfuckers ain't doing. But I also know that shit, a lot of times it be the people we voted for and that ain't doing shit either. So, you know, you really got to look at where things is, what you actually talking about and who you actually talking about to really define your politics. Because other than that, you know what I'm saying, just blanketly, everybody up there in that motherfucker bullshit. So, you know what I'm saying? Shit. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, <clears throat> I, had to give some, I had to give that some thought. Because I do feel like at least around a lot of people and I'm around, you know, like mm-hmm. and of late, probably within the last... 15 years at least politics became like like team sports you mm. know what i'm saying like it became like a a ident- like a signifier like yeah i'm a i'm 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 on the democrat side i'm a republican i'm tea party back when the tea party was like the wild low you know extreme you know, look, little um, subset Niggas of. Niggas forgot about the Tea Party. They don't realize the tea that. Tea Party kind of, yeah, gave birth to the MAGAs a little like bit. Trump spun is off. the one man Tea Party. It's like, we don't need a whole party. We just, shit, we bet it all right. on this nigga. <laughs> get, you know what I'm saying? Get that man. You know, so like, uh, what I noticed was, because I also noticed that like the, the news and the media saw traction in the division of it all. You know, back in the days, that was the thing. Like, what was it? Let's don't, don't talk about politics and religion, you know? Mm-hmm. And religion seems to still be kind of, it's not as, you know, you don't hear too much religious chatter. And that could be for many different reasons. But, like, politics have been, from, you know, from my own experience, just been a lot more loud and a lot there's a lot of virtue signaling that comes with it all you know Mm -hmm. i can't believe you would vote for somebody like that when they were doing this and what type of person are you it's a lot of this like it becomes like you know a lot of self-righteousness and a lot of condemnation and things of that nature and it just it keeps division around right because Mm -hmm. to your point i felt like back in the day Maybe you would have your assumptions, but it even it. I don't even think that, from my own experience, I, you know, I was younger too. But like, I didn't even care to even assume what people were like talking about politically, right, or whatever. You go vote. Whoever wins is gonna win. You know what I mean? You only got one vote, right? But after a while, it just became like, it became like louder. This is who I voted for. This is and what it was like a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and. I found myself having to like really like pump a break on that. You know what I mean? Like I could peep it and sometimes I might get caught up into it too. But then it's like, I, you know, I don't want to, cause this, this is, you know, this is some of the shit that people say too. It's very dangerous. You know, people say that's very dangerous. If you, if you like, cause you know, people are people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But me saying that is that's, that's a little, uh, that's a little uh, irresponsible for you to feel like that. You know, it was like, it depends on who you're talking to. But I, one of the things that made me think of it, I guess a couple of things. One, going to D.C., I always feel like, you know, and I guess people in D.C. are like, you know, nigga, we just live here. 
But you know, that's where all of that, you know, that's where the capital, that's where all the shit's going on. That's the president's going on. So there's a lot of politics, people working in government. But there's this, um, this one lady that lives in my building. This white lady, I talked about her before on the pod. The one that like, she, she don't give a fuck where you going. If she mm-hmm. want to talk, she going to talk. And she going to talk at her leisure. Like, she's not like, oh, I know you about to run out, so uh, we'll, you know, we'll talk. Nigga, there's no such thing with her small talk. She gets into it. She's a lot of yarns. You know what I mean? Like, you really got to get your way up out of there. But <laughs> she be having some interesting, you know, we have some interesting conversations. So one day, we wound up in the um, laundry room talking and shit. And, um... This the first time she started getting political. And she was going strong political. Like strong. Like I think Obama should be in jail. I think this, like, you know what I mean? Like just like the strong shit. She was past, past yeah, that, Fox. That, that, that nigga was almost coming out. That is what yes, I mean. yes, yes. It was one of those. It was one of those where you know, oh damn, she be saying nigga when she in the house with her husband. You know, the nigga was in there taking up the damn dryers. But, um, so yeah, it was, it, we got into that type of shit. And she was also, and then she was like, and I found myself saying, there was a couple things, like, cause we've had interesting conversations, but I don't agree with what she's saying, but I'm not about to go to war with you. Like, I don't want to spar with you. Look, look, I don't, I don't know Obama. Like you don't know Obama. I fucked with Obama. I appreciated it. You know what I'm saying? She said some more wild shit. She was like, you know, I mean, he probably, you know, he probably, you guys, you guys, Team Blacks. You he was guys. like, you guys, you guys probably, I mean, what did you get out of it? You know what I'm saying? You guys didn't get much out of it either, huh? And I was like, huh? What are you talking about? Then we kind of talked a little bit about that. But, mm-hmm. um, and just a bunch of other shit. But it was just, it was interesting. I was like, damn. You know, like, but I found myself saying, man, I'm not going to, get agitated you know because for what what we doing here like all right we could agree to disagree you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna change your view you're not gonna change my view um you feel how you feel i feel how i feel uh what was the thing that but what was the and then she was trying to put me on to some shit like she was telling me about you should read about this because she don't fuck with Fox News she go like even further to the right like mm-hmm. there's some new people out there with like yo read this guy and read this guy and I was like let me hear what she told let me go google some of these people these ain't gonna be my people but I just want to always know what's out in the world and right. she had me on some over shit but then she was talking about She's talking about some shit that I had never heard about. Like, I wasn't all the way hip to. That was pretty interesting to hear. Um, but it was just like, I don't know. It's just, it, it made me kind of, it's just something I've been, like, considering, especially now that we're about to be into this election cycle. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, you know, like, you know, like I said, elections, you know, politics are sports. So it's a lot of like dramatizing. We can't let this person. It's it's fourth and long. Every down is fourth and long. We can't let this motherfucker score. You gotta you do you we gotta do what you gotta do. Make sure you guys are diligent. You know all of this shit. And it's just like yo, I can stay informed and I can vote. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. really as much power as I got. To be totally honest with you, I could tell some other people about certain things, but it's not like, you know, like. <coughs> I mean, what I'm not you know. 
I don't know. It just it's just very interesting. So if I find myself like, um, and then you know also working in entertainment, there's a lot of you know a lot of particular a lot of comedians, right? You know a lot of comedians. They not only do stand up, and maybe some of the stuff they talk about on stage could be veering veering into political. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know a lot of comics have podcasts, so like they can see that this type of crowd gives them a lot more engagement. You know what I'm saying? And that could be seductive. That might not be who they really are, but like, you know, if that's what's bringing the people here, I might play to that. You know what I'm saying? And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's just a lot to be considered is what I'm saying. There's a lot more nuance than I think uh, these conversations really uh, allow or like really, um, you know, like I, I've said this for a long time, especially in the in the realm of like social media, internet dialogue, and all of that shit. Nuance don't move fast enough. It's hot takes. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gotta you gotta be extreme. Nobody want to hear. Well, it's a little. You know, if we look at this closely, nobody got no time for that shit. It's like, nigga, is it classic or is it trash? Is it good? Mm. Is it evil? And it's t- you know what I mean, like. Sometimes you get caught up in that shit and it can, uh, I don't know, have you, I, I, I know for myself, sometimes it'll have you feeling like on guard, like, you know what I mean? Like not, you know, like just tightly wound up. And it made me kind of like, yo, dog, what's going on, man? Because I can't control too much of this shit. All I can control is what I do and how I react mm-hmm. to certain shit. So, yeah, I just I was just curious. You know. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't partake in a lot of that mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I listen. You know what I'm saying? You read, but what the fuck is me bantering with your motherfucking ass gonna do? <laughs> right. Except make everybody mad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it that's just me. To, yeah, that's just me. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to the shit about the like the sports teams. You know what right. I'm saying? This energy, this energy of doing, or like, or when, and it's become like so cliche in this content now, but even smashing the TV when y'all lose, like, what the fuck does that do? Or burning a jersey, like, nigga, what are you, that's just performative. That don't make right. no fucking sense. Yeah, that ain't gonna do that. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's the exact same thing nigga break his TV every year. Like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, you got that uh, in the that, budget now. That shit is in yeah. the editorial calendar. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh shit, man. Oh, shit. But yeah, the Super Bowl was fine, man. Usher did his thing. Um, everybody, you know, looked look rich. And, you know what I'm saying? They had a they had they had a goddamn um banquets for the, you know what I'm saying, bottles and model poppers on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A town. Yeah. They went all the way Vegas. in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That shit gonna be in New Orleans next year. Oh, that's gonna be crazy. That's that gonna be, be black. That's AF. right. And it's Mardi Gras at the same time. So, you know, it's gonna be a, a party that spills out into another party. Um, real quick before we get away from the thing. So we talk about uh, <clears throat> talk about Beyonce, right? So Beyonce is about to drop a country album, right? Mm-hmm. And she put out these two records. Uh, a couple questions I got. Uh okay, one. Well, it's two things. It's two little uh, pieces of conversation I'll pull from this. So I was listening to, I was listening to both of them, right? And I was listening to the record 16 Carriages. And for what I understand, Raphael Sadiq wrote 
or wrote on both of them. Mm-hmm. And um, but I don't know if this is, and I'm not trying to be dismissive. If this is country cosplay in the way of, and I don't mean cos, you know, I mean, and I don't mean it in a dismissive manner. But it's like if you're if you're getting into any genre, there are certain uh, <clears throat> there's certain tropes that go along with a genre. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you in, in rap, this shit need to rhyme. You know what I'm saying? So, like, sometimes when you're talking about country, country's all, you know, it's always, like, kind of, not always, but there's definitely some some old heavy songs. You know what I'm saying? A lot of little mm-hmm. sorrow and, and, you know what I mean? Like, we, we're, we're just trying to endure. So, <clears throat> there was a a line that caught my my attention where she was like, um, you know, she's talking about, I guess, she's talking about herself. I'm feeling like she's talking about herself. You know, it's been 38 summers, and I'm not on, and I'm not in my bed on the back of a bus at a bunk with the band, going so hard, now mm-hmm. I miss my kids. But the line that got me was she was like overworked and overwhelmed, and then later on she says, um, what did she say, underpaid and overwhelmed? That's the shit that got me. Mm-hmm. Underpaid and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talk about <clears throat> pay inequity, you know? And, like, to think somebody at the, relative, I mean, damn near the absolute apex of the music industry, mm-hmm. still a black woman, could feel overworked and underpaid. Like mm-hmm. that shit is wild. Well, you know what yeah. I mean. I mean, it's not wild. It's 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 wild. The fact that you would sometimes, I could assume, or many could assume that when you get to a certain level, the bullshit doesn't apply. But I think mm-hmm. that's also the seduction of capitalism. They right. make you you feel like you gotta you're gonna work your way into a space to where nothing applies. You'll be different from everyone you'll finally not have to endure the bullshit but that's yeah, gotta be depressing like get nigga you all the way at the top it's always oh, damn there. it's always there ain't that a bitch but go and ahead what are you about to say like if you if you look at if you look at beyonce right there's probably mm-hmm. you know certain types of shows she plays that if such and such did it they would get they get paid more just for the show you know what i'm saying right just right. like, just like right now, you know, and you know, people would be like, you know, Taylor Swift is a bigger artist, blah blah blah. But right. you know what I'm saying? Like Taylor Swift net worth, according to the Googles, of course, allegedly, is mm-hmm. 1.1 billion. And you look wow. up Beyonce's, it's 900 million. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. And and she got to get out that bitch and dance and sing and motherfucking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Put the kids yeah. on tour, nigga. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> the problem funny. is is not that that she ain't got no money. She right. obviously got money. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The problem is that that some people could make more for doing some of the less things. You know what I'm saying? Right. In some arenas. Than somebody that that that's doing all these things, you know what I'm saying? Right. You could put these two together and be like, "Well, I'm gonna pay her this, and then I'm gonna pay her that. Well, I'm gonna pay him this, but you gonna get this. You see what I'm saying? Right. 
So it's hard for people to take in. You know what I'm saying? It's like when I see, like when um, Taraji P. Henson was talking about pay inequity. And people were coming down on her, like, look at this millionaire talking about she's not getting paid enough. You know what I'm saying? It's not about mm-hmm. the million that she got. It's the two million that this her counterpart got for the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, less lines. So you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like what what are what are people what are people manipulating the market to be like? You know what I'm saying? Right. And and you could say, well, that person is worth more. That person is more famous. But why? You know what I'm saying? Right. Who put who put more into it? You know what I'm saying? Did the record labels invest more into it? You know what I'm saying? Did I had to build this? I had to do this shit on a three hundred thousand dollar budget. They niggas had, you know what I'm saying, a three million dollar budget. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what people are talking about when they're talking about pay and equity because you're not in that position. And a lot of us mm-hmm. aren't in that position. We just counting our little little money that we got. It's like when when people, you know, and it's like, you know, such and such got this amount in child support. That's fucked up. We like, man, this nigga make five million dollars a year. So that twenty grand ain't gonna hurt him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Niggas was yeah. gonna spend that shit anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we talk about it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, nigga. like you looking at that he got your check. Yeah, right. exactly. Nigga, twenty yeah. grand, nigga, shit. That's a third of my year. You know what I'm right. saying? This she mm-hmm. get my whole year in three months just for having kids. That's how people right. look at it, uh-huh. and that's that's uh-huh. what I used to talk about in business. And see, people think that shit is a joke to you and your own business, and you see it. You know what I'm saying? And especially when it comes from your own people. You know what I'm saying? It ain't always just them. Sometimes the pay inequity comes from your own people because sometimes your own people don't believe enough to give somebody Mm -hmm. of their own race that they got to go explain to their boss that I'm going to give them this. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they don't feel comfortable. Your boss already know what it is. But you feel so uncomfortable. Once it, I used to call it the, the $2,000 nigga theory. I, I think inflation done fucked that up. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the $2,000 nigga theory is, you know what I'm saying? That was like what a respectable rent was in New York for like a mid-level management or like a, you know what I'm saying? Like a, you know, lower director type of position, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And people who you doing deals with, who you trying to get a little marketing deal from, or you know what I'm saying, a little payment from. And I used to look at it as once the money that you're asking for is over the amount they pay for rent. Mm-hmm. Oh, nigga, you fucked. They not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to talk to somebody who understands. You got to talk to somebody that's above their level, man, that understand business. Because... Right. You know what I'm saying? When you start talking about, all right, I need to do this deal. It's motherfucking fifty thousand. Oh shit, nigga, I pay that. I pay forty eight in rent, nigga. I'm gonna give you fifty. That's my whole year, and I'm gonna just give that to you. You like, nigga, you ain't giving me shit. I'm working for it. Plus, you know what I'm saying? Nigga got expenses to do this shit. This shit ain't free. You know what I'm saying? So, so. It comes into play all kinds of different ways, and and it's almost undetectable until it happens to you. You be like, "Wait the fuck, man! You just paid such and such seventy five grand, but he, you know what I'm saying? He white boy, 
You know what I'm saying? He got a market and he has a, nigga, I got a market. I got a, I'm doing all the same work. <laughs> right, 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 right. But it's black, you know though. Yeah. It was, I'm black. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was just like, you know what I'm saying? Not to call out Nike or nothing like that because that's not the purpose of what we doing. But like when Nike, around about 2007, and streetwear was starting to kick in, but then, you know what I'm saying, all of a sudden streetwear became white boy wear. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. SBs, SBs became the premium sneaker. I'm like, nigga, right. that's just a dunk. Nigga, what are you talking about? Nah, that was SBs because they put skateboard on it. Now it's a white mm-hmm. boy shoe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now they hiring yeah. white boy influencers and then all of the black influencers like, nigga, we been doing this. But now nah, they ain't giving out no deals to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's shit like that that people be talking about. You know? And you got to work real hard for the same shit that motherfuckers just give, give people. So, yeah. that's all. Yeah, no, that's true. It's true, for sure. For sure. It's just, <clears throat> it's just such a... A wild reminder of, you know, how it all works at every level, you know, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. The other part that I wanted to talk about, um, what was the other thing that it made me think of? Not the the country stations is fronting on her records, which I kind of knew that was going to happen. Oh, there's a theory that, um, so I guess this, I guess the Renaissance thing is. It's supposed to be three parts, allegedly, or maybe more than that. But so there's a theory that's going on. So now this second this second album is a country album. <clears throat> there's already been a theory going on on Twitter. And uh, I try to find a person that actually said it. And shout out to the spot in um, Englewood is the GS, and it's closed, unfortunately. Damn. Um, hmm. But um, there's this theory that is saying that... Um, <clears throat> so this is a country album. The next album is probably going to be a rock and roll album. And the whole thing is Beyonce's about to reclaim black music that has kind of been, you know, appropriated. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Act 3 is going to be this is uh Carolyn Renard tweeted this. Mm-hmm. Act 3 is going to be a rock and is going to be rock and roll. She's claiming all the music that was once created by black artists. She's reminding everyone we did that shit first. Mm-hmm. And um you know that's a hell of a theory. If that happens, that's that's mm-hmm. fly. That's some activist type cool shit, you know, and it's, it's powerful, but on the other side of things, it just shows how good some of this appropriation can be right <laughs> like it's true like okay definitely no black roots in in rock and you know mm-hmm. even disco electric music elect, you know electronic music and you know soul music jazz music all of that right mm-hmm. outside of like maybe charlie pride and some newer acts i never really knew uh, <clears throat> never really looked at country associated to black artists. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just mm. ignorant in that way. And it's, right. it's interesting, timely, I think Charlemagne is putting out a book about, you know, black country, you know, mm-hmm. like to kind of, you know, put people on. But like, yeah, outside of like Charlie Pride, who would always be kind of looked at as the lone black cat, 
You know what I'm saying? And and maybe later on, Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish. And then, you know, a few years ago, K. Michelle. And obviously there's people throughout. But, you know, like, I never knew, okay, these are some forefathers of country that are black. Mm-hmm. And these people don't ever get their respect. They don't ever get shouted out. You know, this is Black History Year. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's very important to kind of know that. Did you, I mean, you know, obviously there's so much, we have roots in everything, but did you know of any black country artists? Nah, because, you know, again, when I came into the world, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't paying attention to much music at all until hip-hop came in. So... That's where I started my look, real looking. Now, as I grew older and I would hear people talking about how, you know what I'm saying, country came from black people and, you know what I'm saying, you hear the blues and you hear how the blues riffs are, are used throughout rock and roll and, you know what I'm saying, you you, you get more educated on it. But I, I never really educated myself in the country music fold because I never listened to it, to be mm-hmm. honest. You know what I'm saying? Um, but... I will say this, though. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we, we are going to bring shit in first. You know what I'm saying? Culturally. You know what I mean? Words, music, shit like that. But in the space where we are, you know what I'm saying? That shit is spread around equally. You know what I'm saying? We don't like when people do it to us, but we do it like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like we take sounds. We take ideas from, from other places. You know what I'm saying? Like the Detroit electro music came into play. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in the other way around, Kraftwerk was putting in shit that all the hip-hop took from. You know what I'm saying? And I know bass music is damn show had a whole hand in, in taking from Kraftwerk, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think once once you put stuff out in the world, you know, it starts living and breathing. And, yes, people do blatantly take shit. That's why I don't put hip-hop and, you know, the way that they do uh, institutionally in the same category because, you know what I'm saying, more of that was still homegrown and still, you know, niggas just getting it and then then they turned it into an industry. Um, I think with with a lot of this stuff, you know, once once they get a hold to it, the same people that people talking about, the pay disparity, will start paying their people to do the same shit that you doing for free. Like, eh, we ain't gonna pay him, but shit, we'll give Elvis a cover on that bitch. We'll have Elvis sing his whole song. You know what I'm saying? And now it's Elvis shit. You know what I mean? Then the people done took your publishing, so you ain't even getting paid off the motherfucker. So, you know, it's it's a lot of appropriation to go around, and black people started a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? At this point, you know what I'm saying, how do you protect it? I don't know. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, protecting it. Because the systems will system, the appropriation will appropriate, and I don't know how to stop it. Yeah. 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 It's a system. Shit, you can only do but so much, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's just something to think about. Something to think about. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> about that time to uh, move over to the televisions. Talk Word. about the television. Unless you got anything else you want to speak on. Nah, you know, shit. Shout out to Usher. Usher doing his yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? 
Can't wait for Chris Brown to have his grown folk moment. He'll be able to do it right. at some point in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just got to do his little grow up section. Do his little grown mm. man album. And then he going to switch this shit all up. <laughs> Paying attention to that theory. I mean, it, it that's going to be interesting to see. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's <laughs> impending. I mean, he's getting yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's going to happen. Yeah, he's yeah. getting older, but he's still young enough. You know what I'm saying? But right. I think the the biggest piece of it is is him being able to embrace a growner side. Whatever's going to take for him to mm-hmm. hit that point, that's when it's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We will see what happens. But yeah, I like that. Like that there. Remember where y'all heard it first. Right. Uh, <clears throat> So, look, before we get into the TV thing, let's just say this. Uh, I don't know if we teased it before we talked about it, but we're going to talk about Mr. and Mrs. Smith that came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not seen it. Ali's seen it. I'm going to watch it this week. We're going to talk about it next week. Uh, the Vince Staples show is coming out. Probably watch that this week. That should be something to talk about. Ah, But with that said, we got two joints to talk about. Where you want to go first? You want to go to Dark Ass Alaska? Yeah, I mean, you, you, know, go to you know how we do. Spooky South Side. Okay, back. Yeah, so let's let's take I it. Mean, Dark Ass Alaska. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? And it can't be broken down into pieces. Just I, you know, one one of our listeners, shout out to Nadine, hit us about it. And when mm-hmm. I had to think about it, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not as easy to talk about like like True Detective this particular season seems like something that you would write about more you know what I'm saying because it's it's so so, so subtle you know what I mean and it's not like you like, oh look at that shit because it ain't much of that you know what I'm saying you gotta watch this motherfucker you gotta listen you gotta pay attention and remember shit and you know what I mean if you that in, invested you gotta back up and go back to other episodes to rewatch some shit. But um this particular episode did <clears throat> start opening up some of the wormholes of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the main character this motherfucker we never seen, you know what I'm saying? Probably just like a you know what I'm saying, like an autopsy picture or some shit. You know, and her tongue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was left over at Tassal. So mm-hmm. You're following something that you don't have no visuals for, for real. You know what I mean? You just got to listen. And you got to be paying attention to what happened to her. You know what I'm saying? And why everybody, like why Navarro is so invested and why, you know what I'm saying? How is the mind involved and how is the sister involved and the mama and like what the hell going on and the white lady who just moved to Alaska. Like what the fuck you in Alaska for? You know what I'm talking about? And how, how you the one knowing how to dig a hole in the ice and do shit. You know what I'm saying? Get into the caves and all that shit. But suffice to say, we're trying to follow along. You know what I'm saying? So in this particular episode, um, one, you know, we had to show the the reconciling of the sister's suicide, which, you know, we now know that the, the voice of the paranormal situation is calling them out there. You know what I'm saying? 
and they keep referencing she's back. So we're trying to figure out who is the she that she's talking about. My theories is the mama. But, you know what I'm saying? The sister was called and she walked on out in the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Killed herself. So we open this episode with her her remains being cremated. And the Navarro, old Sheriff Navarro, Trooper Navarro coming to pick up her sister's stuff. Her sister's... uh remains and you know so we go through that then you know we got the mind the mind for those who not watching or those who are watching the mind came out to this remote place in alaska where the people the the indigenous have been living in harmony and created you know you know they capitalist chaos of course you know what i'm saying they build the mind you know they polluting the situation Babies are being born, stillborn. Um, you know, you create a workforce for 50% of the residents, and then I guess the other 50% do something else or nothing at all. I'm not sure. So you create this divide, and a lot of the people are, you know, they're backlashing against the mind. They, they think the mind is not a good thing, and they're protesting, and they they writing shit, and they you know, painting shit all up on the, on the walls, and they're going for it. And in this particular protest, the chief of police, Liz, her daughter is trying to embrace her indigenous roots and join the people fighting the power. And she learned very quickly that these officers will whoop your ass. And <laughs> no <laughs> and she, hesitation. She got yeah. her ass whooped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Had to be saved by Navarro. You know what I'm saying? Who, you know, I guess her and the chief are uh, kind of reconciling their their rocky past and maybe the chief is starting to see some of the things that she has been saying and it's becoming a little more understandable to her but that relationship is is playing out before our eyes so they beat the daughter's ass and the, the mama like well go ahead and take her ass to jail because you know what i'm saying i told the monkey ass not to be out there doing that shit you know in the very tv white lady way of saying that's what she meant um <laughs> <laughs> so so they take the daughter to jail um you know the pops you know you got you got a rookie cop and his pops who was slated to be chief of police we didn't know that until this episode where he has a meeting called in by the big chief of the mine you know what i'm saying the lady who who's like representing the mine Calls him in, like, yeah, nigga, I know we told you that job was supposed to be yours, but we had no idea they was going to send in Liz. You know what I'm talking about? It wasn't my fault. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was a liar, but you know what I'm saying? That shit was, you know, circumstances was was new. You know what I'm saying? He like, man, why should I believe y'all? You know what I'm saying? He's like, fuck all that, but I need you to kill this motherfucker. I ain't say that. But I need you to kill this motherfucker. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? You just said, but I ain't say that. Now you wanna, you know what I'm saying? You want this job or not? So now he's supposed to go and take care of the um the heroin addict who is supposed to be helping Liz and Navarro discover how to get into the cave so they could unearth what really went on with the killing. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, it's not no easy thing to follow. So I hope y'all get you with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing my best. So, so they finally got him to to say, "I'ma show y'all 
They put them up, you know what I'm saying, in the little, in the in the place to get better, get up off the hair run. And shit. She come like, hey man, it's time to go. He like, nigga, I ain't going nowhere with you unless you got some of that hair run. Like, nigga, you know I'm the police. I can't do that. And he like, well shit, then you on your own. So it's guess what? over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Liz got that hair run. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and took it to the took him to the house. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you gonna point this shit out? He like, where the dope at? She's like, nigga, just hold on, man. I got you. So he like, man, fuck that. I need my dope. He pointed out one thing, but then she gave went on ahead and gave him the dope. Then the pops came through to, to collect his prize. He like, man, I gotta kill this nigga. She like, nah, you know, hey, hey, now nah, you can't go nowhere with him. He like, man, fuck that. His son in the back, he here all was the commotion going on. So son had to shoot his daddy because daddy was about to shoot Liz. And Liz is his boss, and he's, like, trying to be an honest cop. Like, you know what I'm saying? He 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 is uncovering all this mess. But now he's understanding that shit. Cop business ain't always clean business. And now he dirty. Like, as uh, what's my man say? Theo Vaughn say, he in crime now, <laughs> brother. <laughs> so he shot his pops through the head. You know what I'm saying? And and his pops had, but his pops had shot the heroin addict before he shot him in the head. So now they ain't got neither one of them. Now they just got a big mess that they got to go try to clean up on their own. And so they head out to go check the cave, which turns out that the the uh, the the uh, mine had uh, basically blew up the entrance, so it closed. You know what I'm saying? So they can't get in through that entrance where probably some evidence would be inside of that cave. So now they're trying to go through the top. That's what they needed old heroin addict for, but he gone. So, you know what I'm saying? He pointed out the spot, so I guess they're going to try to figure out how to get in on their own. Um, Daddy dead. You know what I'm saying? We learned that the motherfucking mind is, is they know something. They hiding something. So, we know that Navarro and them on the right track. Um, her daughter, you know what I'm saying, who ran away, got her ass beat. You know what I'm saying? I think she's deciding to come home now. You know what I'm saying? She had a nice little talk with her. And uh, the son who shot his daddy, the only reason he was there to shoot his daddy, he got kicked out of his house for trying to be a good old police officer, working too late on a on a show. We don't know, never know what time it is because it's always dark. So I don't know what too late is. I don't know if it's 8 o'clock p.m., 6 o'clock p.m. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always dark, and every time he come home, it's too late. You know what I'm saying? But somehow the kid always still be up. But, you know, hey, who am I? I don't live in their house. Damn. <laughs> so it's a damn shame you <laughs> let a nigga crash on your couch and shoot you in the head. Well, he had left his pop's crib okay, before okay, he had to shoot him in the head. Remember, because mm-hmm. the pops had tricked him, you know what I'm saying, out of the information. That's how the pops knew to, to put certain shit in play because he, he got the information from the son while the mm-hmm. son was over there. And so now the son mad that he got tricked by his pops. So he was already mad. That's why he moved into the shack at Liz's mm-hmm. crib because he like, man, this nigga. Because he went in to question Liz, and Liz broke the whole shit down. But she was like, well, how you think your daddy know about that? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she's a good detective. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you know, yeah. she, shit, she a good crook too. So shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it take a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, for full disclosure, I only saw the first half hour of this episode. I got to watch the rest of it, so I ain't know <laughs> all of the particulars. <laughs> but you know, uh, you know what I mean. Shout out to Muhammad on the case. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? True detective. He got that one off. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, man. I'm going to lock into it. I just, as I said before, we cracked the mic. Maybe it was because I was trying to hurry watch it. But this, the first 30 minutes of this most recent episode, to me, have been the most, like, some of the most exciting uh, content of this entire season. Right. You know, so I'm what? still with it. I'm still yeah. watching. One of the things know. I missed could be, and uh-huh. the only reason I skipped it is because I really don't know how he fit into this whole thing. So, you know, Navarro and Liz got a little beef. You know what I'm saying? It's a little tension or whatever. But mm-hmm. apparently when they work together on this case, uh, it was a motherfucker that – they uh this motherfucker named Wheeler that mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a murder suicide case. Turns out that they they shot him and they 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 um positioned it as a suicide. And one of them shot him and they cut one's cover for the other. They, they were both, both there. They were both there. They only shot him once. So if one of them had okay. to do it, but both of them know who. We don't know who, but shit, right. they both was there. So I kind of skipped it because I kind of skipped it in my own head because I really don't know where he fit. I don't know mm-hmm. what his story, I don't know what that means to the bigger story. So I had mm-hmm. to go and look that up. And, you know, saying the people, y'all can let me know. I'm, saying, I'm sure people watch it smarter than me that could break it down for me. Yeah, some true detective detectives. Right. Let us know. You got some, got any, uh, any leads on the case? <laughs> uh now, for something I was all the way there for, we had the finale of Raising Canaan, and uh, it's funny, as I was saying that, and I haven't been yet, well, I've only been once, but over the last few times that I've been talking about Raising Canaan, I think um, Raising Canes, you know the little chicken strip spot? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. This what's it called, Raising mm-hmm. Canes? Yeah, there's a where? chicken strip and spot. Where? What part? They, they, well, they used to just be kind of. I think the first one I ever had, or the only one I ever had, I want to say that shit was in the south somewhere. Oh. I forget where, but now it they got a few in New York. There's one like in Times Square that I haven't been to. There's one over like around Astor Place, and then there's one that's opening on 125th. Mm-hmm. Is it called Raising Canes? I know it's called Canes. It's called Raising Canes. Um, hold on. Uh, anyway, yeah. Let me let me only need to get too deep into all of that for a sec. Oh, actually, fuck it. We here. <laughs> let me see if it's called Raising Canes. Yeah, Raising Canes. It's a it's a chicken strip spot, chicken tender mm-hmm. spot. Um, all right. Raising Canaan episode finale, episode ten. I forget the name of the episode. Uh, you know. It was a good one. It was a good one. It was, you know, it was a good one. I'm trying to remember where does it all begin. 
how does it open up? We open up, see, uh, episode 10. I think Crystal said she we was. We had a funeral. We had, uh, I'm not sure where we started. Oh, Luke, rehab, nigga, rehab, rehab. Oh, right. So that answers the question, man. But we were saying, I was like, I bet you they took him fucking Shady Pines or something. And it was something along those lines. I forget the name of it. But, yep, losing rehab. I've, I figured that was going to be the case. You know, like, Rocky can't kill her brothers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, those, that's the, you know, that's the, 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 the trinity, the three mm-hmm. of them. You know, the three against the world. So they up there. Um, turns out it's an interesting moment. Little actually, little poignant because you could tell Rocky is absolutely frustrated with Lou in her mind just dropping the ball and not being, you know, accountable and not being anybody that you could rely on mm-hmm. and kind of missing the fact that he is tortured by all of the shit that he's had to do, you know, in service to his, his older sister who he mm-hmm. only wants to, you know, to please, to make sure that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's kind of pissed off, kind of like, yo, why why am I even here? And the counselor, counselor was like, well, Lou was given the, you know, the opportunity to bring somebody who he felt closest to or who he loved most mm-hmm. to come up here and talk to. And he said, you, you know? And then, you know, and um, that kind of hit her. That would soften it up and then, followed up with the fact that, you know, the therapist hit her with, like, you know, oftentimes we get upset because our feelings are hurt. We're mm-hmm. hurt. You know what I mean? That's kind of how we process pain. And, you know, she she tough. She trying to hold it down. She trying to be a fucking, you know, a queen pin. You know what I'm saying? Ain't got no time for a whole lot of feelings and all of this shit. Like, <laughs> yo, y'all got to get this shit together. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I ain't got no time for that shit. I'm out here shooting motherfuckers. So, you know, but they hit her and then they walk out to the car and, you know, she apologized to him. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I apologize for all the fucked up shit that I did. And, you know, I still love you. You're my brother, you mm-hmm. know, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And, um, you know, so they kind of have their their little moment. And at least it gives feels like at least it gives Rocky a little bit of maybe not all the way resolution but some understanding and some, and it adds yeah. a little bit to the patient's bank with it all. Right. And, and on the I, other, I think, I ahead. think it hit up by surprise too. I think, sure. you know what I'm saying? That, that soft talk, you know what I'm saying? She ain't used to none of that. You know what I mean? Having to listen to, you know, this was, you know, you're the most important person in my life. And she right. like, yeah, damn, nigga, I damn sure ain't come out here for this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? She like, yeah, you trying yeah, to make no, me that. cry, nigga. I'm a, I'm a killer right. out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she ain't had no soft talk since. What was my man's name? Her, her dude from back oh. in the day? Oh, the teacher. Oh, that, oh shit. I forgot about that nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be sure ass nigga. Yeah, I'll be sure. Yeah, forget his name. I forget his name. So I find his name, but that he was like one of the only people that was hitting her with the, you know, with the tender love, and that shit and was she was blowing be, that shit the fuck off. Yeah, get out of here, nigga. You, you fucking my whole shit up. You undermining my my edge, nigga. Like, Go ahead, she's man. She's like one of them people they be talking about on the, from the Bronx, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. Blowing right. my whole vibe, nigga. Come on. Come on, nigga. 
I'll find out his name. But yeah, that definitely caught her off guard. But, you know, and that long ass drive too probably helped for her to kind of unpack that shit to be up in that in the whip by herself to just be alone with her thoughts so mm-hmm. she could get them tears off. Cause you knew them tears was coming. Yeah. She had to put them big ass shades on and get in that, <laughs> that range. Get the fuck out of range. Oh, yeah. That, that nigga name shoot. was Symphony. <laughs> symphony, yeah, Symphony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to that man. You know what I mean? He, he's trying to. He was trying to peel back the layers. Uh, <laughs> to no avail. She had, she had to get that nigga up out of here. So, all right, so that's that. So, what funeral? What was the funeral we talking about? When he went out to the gravesite, it wasn't a funeral. He was just standing out there at the gravesite oh, of, um, right. of um, it Gerald. looked like it was after the funeral for Gerald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just standing up to the side, and then the FBI rolled up on him like, "Yeah, nigga, just cause he dead mm-hmm. don't mean we ain't on you no more." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Man, do your motherfucking job, nigga." <laughs> the fuck out of here! You had something. You had, had me, nigga. You think I'm gonna do your motherfucking job for you? Right, right. That ain't what he fuck said, but that's what niggas I know be saying. Uh, that's how he felt. That's how he felt. Got in that motherfucking Lexus and drove off. Little off road package on the Lexus. You know what I'm do your own sedan. job. That damn yeah. invisible Lexus that be pulling up in front of his nephew's house and they can't even see it. That's funny. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, shit. So there's that. We also see, now this was crazy, and we're going to jump around because this is just recollection. This is the recollection recap. There's also fucking Famous gets arrested Mm. because Famous's moms, (laughs) Famous's moms finds a gun in Famous's room and... She brings the shit to the cops. <laughs> what the fuck? I hate to, I mean, Famous killed somebody and all of that. But I'm looking at Mom Dukes like, yo, come on. What the fuck is going on? Why would you go to the police? Why would you go to the police before you even had a conversation with your son? That is, I couldn't understand that shit. That nah. was so disappointing. I'm Plot like, twist. come on. Plot twist was she working yeah. with the cops? No, no, no. Just just to, you know, give a, a reason a reason for Famous to get arrested. He had his mama house. He ain't in the de- den of the devil no more. Right, right, right. Exactly. You think he would be okay. But I knew something was going to happen when Famous put that gun up in that um in that shoebox. I yeah, knew his mom was going to kept holding on it. to that shit. He, we knew that yeah, was going to be yeah. the smoking gun, literally. And he making songs about the shit. <laughs> like, he been wanting to get caught. Yeah. He's not doing a very good job. But on the uh, flip side, yeah. nigga famous standing up strong today. It wasn't me, nigga. Shit, call my hopefully, lawyer. Looks to call my hopefully. lawyer. They like, nigga, just cop out. Just tell us what you know about nah, nigga. Nah. Call my lawyer. <laughs> Do yeah, your own I'm motherfucking job. Nigga famous is out there standing up. <laughs> nah, he was holding it down until they asked him about Howard. And then they they make it look, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I guess Famous don't realize that Howard is, because Famous don't know that Howard is Kanan's father. Nah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not too many people that do know that, so there's that. And yeah, he was probably quick to maybe throw a cop under the bus. But yeah, yeah, no, Famous, Famous hold, most of them all hold strong. Jukebox hold strong. Mm -hmm. Jukebox held super strong in that last episode. Come on now. 
We don't talk to police. We don't know nobody. Like, come on, man. Yeah, everybody holds strong, but Rock and Candy. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about Candy, oh, but Rock man. definitely is loose with the police. Yeah, well, she she traveled <laughs> with the police. <laughs> she like, what this nigga doing here? Listen, come on, he here because I asked that. him to be here, nigga. Yeah, right, nigga, this is new rules. Nigga, new if shit. you want this shit to get messy, nigga, I can make it messy, nigga. Like, go ahead, right. police, nigga. What go is ahead. going on? <laughs> Do your mm-hmm. job, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> cop ass nigga. We supposed to talk in front of the cop, nigga? <laughs> um, this is wild. All right, so they're famous... Famous is uh, locked up for a little bit. He probably, hopefully, he'll get out due to some shit that has happened. But um, they on Howard's ass. You know what I'm saying? Like they closing in on the kid. His his sergeant is switching sides on him. Tell him, yo, man, giving your 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 shield you turning, and your gun. Turning your shield, yeah. nigga. You know what I mean? Look, man, you under review, under investigation. You know what I'm saying? So for now. You got to be out in these streets, straight civilian. You mm. know, we'll keep you posted. Damn, damn, Sarge is like that. It's like that, brother. He they tried to pull it. his car. He tried to pull his car. Shit, you know how much mm. shit I got on this this motherfucking NYPD? Y'all finna talk mm-hmm. about me? They like, yeah. man, give me that goddamn gun, man. If <laughs> you don't get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> and, and have that info in two days, nigga. <laughs> right. So there's that. Uh, so what else is Kanan, going on? Kanan and Crystal, you know what I'm saying? They knocking the boots yeah. and, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, Kanan roll over the lightest, well-leaf <laughs> rolled blunt. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, blunt rolled like yeah. a cigarette. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, like a Virginia a Slim. Yeah. Uh-huh, a backwood 100. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> that nigga shit rolled. Hell uh, yeah. I just want to blaze this blunt. I'm going to blaze this man. blunt. She like, uh-huh. then she like talking about my period late. Guess what I did? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hit him with one of them moments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he like, nigga, oh, what? Shit. So I guess we know who Sean mama is. <laughs> hmm Well, maybe. We'll maybe, see. Maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, we'll see. So then, yeah, so she she hit him with the, damn. But, you know, I I mean, basically, they cut it away. The shit hit him, but he, he felt as though, you know, he's going to have to do what he's going to have to do. He's going to just, you know, take the weight. You know what I'm saying? These things happen. You obviously are not, you, you ain't putting no condoms on. You knew that shit was gonna happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You kind of y'all niggas. Grown folk. Absolutely, absolutely. So, it is what it is. Um, so there's that. That's when. Oh, what we forgot. Okay, so um, Rock coming back from um rehab. Tears. You know what I mean? Tears done fucked up her focus a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know she's uh. She driving down Guy R. Brewer, you know, and then, um, you know, kind of just, I guess, somewhat in the days. And then actually, you know, thinking about everything that's going on, thinking about the fact that, uh, oh, actually, uh, I'm trying to think 
Something happened. I'm trying to think what something happened. Ronnie, what did, okay, oh, no, 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 that's beforehand. So she's over there. She's looking in the playground. You know, some could say maybe she's reminiscing on, you know, when the kids were young. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? She had a moment with Jukebox last episode. Y'all growing up so fast. It's very easy to 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 control the kids when they're little kids and they not, you know, they don't have a real mind of their own to really go out there and try to make their own way and get up from under the wing. So she looking at that, looking at, you know, simpler times, and niggas pull up with the ooh-wop. And then, you know, one thing, and I might have rewound this about three times, when they watch, when they, uh, when Rock pull off, you got to watch this shit again. I don't know if it was just she broke character or whatever, just to, to see they could. It looked like she was smiling. Like, she oh, was wow. definitely smiling. It looked like she was that. having a good time, maybe just shooting that scene. Uh-huh. If you watch the shit again, she has a grin on her face as she's skedaddling. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah, watch yeah, it again. Knows, that wasn't a grinning know. moment. It, it wasn't was, a grinning moment. It didn't make it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't line up emotionally. But anyway, so she gets away. Whew. That's when um famous come pounding on the door on some Ronnie shit, actually. Knocking on the door, you know, the room is heavy with a brand new teenage pregnancy announcement. You know what I'm saying? And and, and blunt smoke. And a what you know the what fuck saying? do you want? Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, Rock got hit. What? Yeah, they didn't shot at there. She got away, I think. I'm trying to find out she good. You ain't know. This Hell, crazy nigga. Know. You know, this nigga Ronnie. Fucking this pit bull ass nigga. nigga. Right, nigga, crazy right, even yeah. for me. Murder yeah. mother, son. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, you take a little bit. You go ahead. Oh uh, shit, yeah. So you know, Ronnie, we we figure out Ronnie has uh, as executed the motherfucking jump on Rock. It'd be a lot mm-hmm. of shit happening in these shows. So then Ronnie, you know, what I'm saying, Empower Universe time tells goddamn Marvin, man, set up a parlay. With goddamn, goddamn pops and goddamn snap, so we could sit down with Ronnie, cause you know what I'm saying I don't need this to go no further. Marvin ready to go to war? He ready? You know what I'm saying? She's like, I don't need it to be no war. We gonna handle this shit like some gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? So Marvin goes to snap and pop to set up the parlay. They like, nigga, he not, I am, <laughs> but I forgot the slick shit he says. So she's like, I am not my brother's keeper, but uh, the nigga ain't here. <laughs> oh, he said, I'm my brother's keeper, but the nigga ain't here. Some shit like that. And so, mm-hmm. so he like, man, let them nigga know we trying to sit down. They like, nigga, Rock ain't trying to sit down. Fucking, you trying to get us caught up in. And then he was like, man, just let them nigga know. And so he tried to step off. Then old, old Snap sidestep right in his way like nigga where you going but I'm gonna let you go you know what I'm saying just to exert some you know what I'm saying some mm-hmm. old primal power over a nigga <laughs> right right don't be running up in my barn grill nigga <laughs> nigga you run shit yeah. Jedi mind trick nigga I, you leave when I let you leave but I'm gonna let you leave right now <laughs> right 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 exactly yeah yeah that was funny you know what I'm saying so so Marvin you know skedaddles off after he you know, tries to attempt to set the parlay. Um, but in the meantime, uh, did he tell Marvin or did Rock end up talking to them niggas when he told him he wants some money? Or did he tell that to Marvin? 
when who who wants snaps about when he said Ronnie that uh they they want they want some greenbacks for the, to get their son get a son back. I think that's when Rock went and saw him. Yeah, that's when uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I think that was what it was. I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because right, yeah. right, right, right. they didn't really have much of a conversation with Marvin. Marvin right. left, right. and then um, Pops was kind of catcalling yeah. the nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It shows yeah. your chocolate ass. He like, man, <laughs> exactly. if you don't get your motherfucking ass off, you know what I mean? About some serious business. You niggas right. play too much. Retired ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, so anyway, Marvin shows up at Rock Crib. Like, yo, uh-huh. this shit getting crazy. This shit getting crazy, yo. We need to throw Marvin under the bus. You know what I'm saying? He'll take it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be off all of us. He's like, nigga, you say you. That's on- Howard. Yeah, Howard. Yeah, Howard. Yeah, Howard. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. Howard, the police. Popo yeah. shows up. And like, shit, man, we need to throw, throw your brother under the bus, man, because this shit getting hot. This shit getting hot on you, nigga. What the fuck you coming up in here talking about what the fuck I need to do, nigga? You work for me, type shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Marvin is like, nah, man, we got to do it. We got to do it. You know what I'm saying? So she let him know that the beef with with uh, Ronnie is on, and she she could get ugly. You know what I'm saying? So then uh, Howard comes back to kind of convince her that you know that she should throw Marvin under the bus. Anyway, mm-hmm. she ain't gonna do that. So you know that. This nigga too familiar. He don't. I don't understand how he became so unaware. Like you don't. That shit. But I've been saying this for weeks now. He playing himself. He think. He think he got more rank than blood. Well, he you know been, what I'm saying? He been getting used to it. You know what I'm saying? He used to getting yeah, away with yeah. the shit. He used to how shit go. You know what I'm saying? He used to being able to lie his way through. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Ronnie got to go see Snaps and Pop. You know what I'm saying? So he trying to explain, like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't me behind the gun. They was like, nigga. <laughs> nigga, that's the problem, nigga. You need to be on the gun. Why you ain't on the gun? You know what I'm right. saying? He like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to settle it, nigga. He like, man, they acting like you You taking this a little too light, player. You know what I'm saying? So so then Canaan um, busts in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Coming in hot, nigga. How the fuck you gonna hit my mama, nigga? You know what I'm saying? He hit him with a hard nigga. Like, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Hit him with a hard yeah, nigga. nigga. Yeah. And then Ronnie snapped up like, nigga, you don't talk to me like that, little mm. nigga. You know what I'm saying? But, they can't hit him with a, yeah, nigga, you, you, you think you know me. You don't know me, nigga. You don't know yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't what you think. Some shit like that. I ain't what you I'll think be, it is. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. That one scene, that was the one of the few false notes that I felt in the show. But wow. definitely in this episode. This nigga just is responsible for shooting at your moms. Right. And all you got for him is some loud talk. Like, you ain't steal on this. At least, I know, I know you, there might be niggas in there with guns. This is Snap and Pops is establishment and all of that shit. But my man, you just tried to kill my moms. Right. And all I'm doing is, is yelling in your ear? That's all I got for you? Ah, that shit just felt like... I, I couldn't really, you know, I don't, I, he, 
it just it just didn't line up for me. But that's me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Maybe he playing a long game. Maybe he can't be reckless. You know, blah blah blah. I get it. Stakes are high. Whatever, whatever. But nah, nah, nigga, you just almost killed my mother. But right. okay, so so yeah. But that kind of I was like, nah, I don't like that line. But go ahead. So, you know. Uh, you know, they almost get into a little fist of cuffs, but you know, nothing happened. Kanan storms out, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Shit, you nigga, I ain't scared of you. And then this nigga, like, damn, I'm gonna have to handle this nigga, man. Fuck all this. Basically. Yeah. So, so then, yep. Kanan and Juke together, they they hanging out, you know what I'm saying, on a good old teenage after school break. You know what I'm saying? Tip probably about to go get some pizza or something. You know what I'm talking about? Polo down mm-hmm. and you know all the all the good stuff of being sixteen seventeen, and, and then a booster, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so then you know what I'm saying. Then the, you know the TV white van pulls up. Oh shit, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Door slide open and of course is the kidnapping in full effect. Niggas ain't try to run none of that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Nigga nope. held the gun on on Juke. Juke stood tall like nigga. Bust your gun, nigga. You, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> he was without saying a word. <laughs> Hit him with the Denzel and glory. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> just yeah, it's just restraint. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah she was know, smooth. Yeah. You know, Juke be standing up strong. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they 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 you know they go ahead and um, whisk Canaan on off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a great choice of way whisk this ass up out of there. Oh so, shit! So you know now Canaan is all fucking abducted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Famous go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit is getting rough in the streets. In the finale. Yeah. Nigga, mm-hmm. Ronnie is on a mission. This nigga's out here kidnapping niggas. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. then Rock here about to kidnapping. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she got to, you know, she don't know what to do, so she go to Snaps and Pop. You know what I'm saying? Niggas who, the old niggas who know it all. Yeah. What's up Central with your boy? What's up yeah. with your boy? The nigga done kidnapped my son. You know what I'm saying? This shit gonna get ugly. Nigga, what is y'all gonna do? You know what I'm saying? It's not what we gonna do, what you gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ronnie, right. want your motherfucker business, your connect, and some snaps. Like, how much? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he said, five large. And I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? Modern day TV, that would have been five million. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah. in. 80s TV, right. it was 500,000. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know what I'm saying, Marvin like, nigga, we got that liquid? She like, I'm a little light liquid. You know what I'm saying? Probably from buying buildings and, you know what I'm saying, being a landlord and shit. But I don't see where else she spent her bread. But, you know, we ain't there when they spending. So, hey, let me mind yeah. my business. Yeah, <laughs> These niggas running yeah. projects. These niggas got all kind of shit going She's supposed to have right, 500,000 right, yeah. somewhere. <laughs> or they should have just made it five. I guess, they, you know, they had to do what they could do. 500,000 was manageable walking in with the shit. And five million would have been right. a little more difficult. They would have had yeah. to pay in Bitcoin or some shit. But anyway. <laughs> early, early. You got to trust me. You got to trust me. It's called blockchain. It's going to be the shit. So, but, uh, yeah. so goddamn. So now they got to pay Ronnie and she a little shock. You want to take it from here? Yeah, so she gotta pay rent. Oh well, hold on. One thing we gotta skip over for real quick. Um, 
Jukebox and Aisha have a moment. You know, oh, finally yeah, yeah, they yeah, had yeah, their yeah. little side moment bar. on them. Yeah, a little sidebar. Yeah, bar. a little sidebar romance on the on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Aisha's like, you know, I've been calling you. You ain't called me back. I just want to know how you doing, this, that, and the other thing. No, but I want to know how you doing. You know what I mean? I want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, uh, you know, they have a moment. She kissed her. I thought this was one of the funniest lines. It was such of the era, too. She kissed her. She was like, either she said, oh, word, or for real? <laughs> but it was like, it was like, <laughs> that line was mad funny. For real? Like, well, hold on, hold on. Say, oh, say words, some shit like that. Like, okay. But I thought you liked Kanan. Come on now. I only like Kanan because I was fucking with you and, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the other thing, and I ain't know how to process this shit. This is still the 90s. You know what I mean? I know your pops choked you out for being gay. You know what I mean? We got to be cool. <laughs> so um, she was like, yeah, you know, but I'm thinking about going to the military. I'm going to the army. I'm leaving, I forget, next week or something, going to the army. Really? Why are you going to the army? I just got to get away from my family. You know, it's uh, you know, it's not safe. And she was like, damn, that's crazy. I never heard nobody say they're going to the army to be safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they, they later on they back at the diner. And I'm curious if yeah, I guess this is the same diner. They've been going to this little diner. Mm-hmm. They love this one diner. Go to it's the from, diner. From season one. That's the little spot they yeah, used to from go season to one. school. Mm-hmm. So they go to the diner and shit. And then um it was a cool moment where she was like, I'll wait for you. She was like, No, you won't. She was <laughs> like, But I appreciate you saying that. You and I don't saying? want you to either. I wouldn't want you to do that. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead, live your life, you know. But the fact that you said that, it you know, it it does what it needed to do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? All right, back. So now and, we and, back. And, and you know, when we have to know, jukebox is a G. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She ain't yeah. finna be, you know what I'm saying, sloppy seconds and confusing that shit. It is, was what it was. We knew what it could be because she knew that girl liked her from the jump. But she stood down and let Cannon have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, huh. Oh, uh, so you think if she wasn't going to the Army, you don't think she would even messed with her? Nah. Nah. I think okay. I think Jukebox She's... is playing her G-Roll. Okay. All right. All right. Bad. So, all right, so now we back. Uh, Rocky need 500,000 cash. You know what I'm saying? She got all her money tied up in investments and things of that nature. She ain't got all the liquid. So she got to go see the De- uh, Stefano, a.k.a. Tony Maselli, you know, who who always had a crush lasagna. on her. Your lasagna, linguine, linguine. You know what I'm saying? Linguine. Yeah. So she pull up. She pull up to him, and she already know Pops kind of pulled her coat a little bit, or not Pop Snap, was like, you know, he loved black women. That's probably why he even doing business with you. And then, you no know, Stefano, mm-hmm. yeah, he had to let it be known. Yeah, I got a little bit of a crush on you. No, Nigga sounded like it. Shaq talking, talking about, about Ice Spice. Don't yeah, worry about but, that uh, interest that much, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we figured something out, you know what I'm saying? A little cuddling or something, whatever we need to do. So he he had a, he said yo you'll have the money in what fifteen minutes or within an hour five hundred thousand will be delivered to you within an hour mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and the, the beauty of these these shows I always notice all of these like you know like uh, drug shows and things of that nature when they got all this money there's always like a good ass 
leather, uh, like, attache. It's good-ass leather <laughs> duffel. You know what I'm saying? It's never, you know what I mean? It'll never come in no other shit. That shit is always, like, a good, supple, leather-ass. <laughs> Here you go. That shit look good to the world. Yo, you want the bag back, too? Like, oh, shit, this bag is fire. What else are so rich anyway, niggas supposed to get you 500,000 large in? I mean... <laughs> Paper bag, Uh, (laughs) right? Bunch of paper bags, bunch of fucking shop right bags and shit. Um, so yeah, so boom, he gave her, came through with the money, got the five hundred thousand. Now, uh, they're sitting in the at the house. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Howard pull up. You know, Rock got uh, a cat watching the door and say, "Yo, police!" He say he should come, so he comes in the spot. They having their moment. Then here come Marvin and Jukebox coming in, and Jukebox is like, yo, what the fuck is the cop doing here? I don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Because Juke stands strong. Hold on, nigga. We don't fuck with no police. Absolutely. We do not fuck with no polices. So, boom, now don't worry about it. It's cool. I bet. This is the plan. This is how we going to do it. This is whatever. Here we go. We're going to go to the meet. I'm coming to the meet. You don't need to come. No, I'm going to be there. I bet. You stay where you at, you know, whatever, whatever. So Marvin and um and uh, fucking Howard and Rock, they pull up to the meet to go see Ronnie, to go basically uh, pay the ransom for Kanan to, to mm-hmm. get her son back, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Why she feeling <clears throat> soft so, and emotional in this goddamn Right, episode. right, right, right. This fucking kid. So she gonna go pick, pull up, go get her one and only son. They pull up to the meet. You see Kanan off to the back, not in no type of restraints, just in the back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In the in the kidnapped position. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ronnie in there with the pistol. He's not really phased when Howard come in. He said, yeah, man, uh, Kanan told me what y'all relationship is, y'all niggas is wild. <laughs> that was funny. Y'all niggas is wild. <laughs> so boom, so there's that. Uh, he said, yo, so you got the money? Yeah, got the money. Oh, they looked at the money at the front. The, the you know, like the goons in the foyer looked over the money seeing, okay. And they peeped, oh, that's a nice bag. So they walk her in, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so she throw the money. He like, oh, shit. And he said, yeah, so gave my son. I can't give you what I ain't what I ain't got or some shit like that. You know, basically revealing Kanan was never a hostage. Yo, I just wanna let y'all know we mastermind this shit together. Rock is sick. Like I know this little nigga did not just hit me with five hundred K and he this motherfucking Delinquent ass nigga. Oh, <laughs> and the nigga I can't said, believe this shit. And he's like, I just wanted the, the business and the connect. Kanan wanted the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kanan wanted the money. He wanted to show you a lesson, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She is salty. Niggas feel away. This is crazy. Howard can't believe it. Damn, my son, he ain't shit. You know what I mean? My newfound son. So, boom. Uh, Ronnie go in the bag to to look at the money and you know what I mean he caught, caught slipping Kanan pull out the gun I don't know Kanan pull out the gun pop pop yeah, Ronnie pop Ronnie ass in the back of the hair nice yeah I was like okay cause for, I'm not gonna lie for a hot second I was sick I was like damn this nigga Kanan ain't shit this how he gonna sell his mom's house this mm-hmm. nigga is grimy I went for it mm-hmm. Um. so then boom 
rock quick on the draw, grab the gun, pop Howard. Bow, nah, get nah, him but, out of but here. But you got to understand, Kanan looked at her like he did something. Like, yeah, look at what I did to uh-huh. save you, mother. And she uh-huh. like, cool, 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 but let me one-up you, motherfucker. Right, I'm going to shoot your daddy in front of you. Uh-huh. Your How whole daddy, that, nigga? nigga. Yeah, that's him. Look at him. Look your at him. daddy to death. You got two <laughs> dead daddies. <laughs> now what, little nigga? Exactly. Nigga. <laughs> yeah. Show you how this shit go. <laughs> right. Now you're coming with me. <laughs> you're coming <laughs> home, nigga. <laughs> Marvin run in there like, yo, what the fuck is going on? I gotta go. I'll explain it to you later. Then she he like, ah, right, you know, she stay killing. So they jump in the wet, pull off. So then boom, this nigga, you see Howard bleeding out. Then you see old Ronnie bleeding out. Then you just start, then it cuts, and you see some black Tims, you know what I'm saying? It's some black jeans. And I pause this shit, because I'm like, who the fuck is this going to be? Mm-hmm. I'm like, so, you know, who the fuck is this going to be? I'm going through the whole, can't be this, but who the fuck is it going to be? Pan up. Lo and behold, this nigga Unique is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot about Unique because I fell for the bait. They got me on some just hilarious shit. I fell for the shit because, look, they did the whole, and even though I ain't watch it, they did the whole, kind of did like the whole Sax type shit mm-hmm. where it was like when Sax left, he did the long heartfelt Instagram caption. Yo, it was great working. Da-da-da-da-da. And then, you know, you know, Joey Badass does music and shit like that. So it's like, yeah, I just want to make sure I get back to the music, go on the road, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. So I I truly fell for it. We talked about it on the thing. Is he really dead? Mm-hmm. You know, power, one, if you don't see the body. And then I didn't see, I watched one of these clips. I forget my man's name. I think something robot. And um, actually, somebody else pointed this shit out to me. that I didn't catch it. But Joey said... I mean, um, Unique said to Marvin, if you don't see the body, they not right. dead. Yeah, and that's, so that's, that's some shit. To, that's always in power. If you don't see that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you don't see that shit dead or no funeral, nigga. Could but be I never, I forgot that. I don't remember him saying, who was he saying that about? Do oh, you I remember? don't remember it from a line. I just remember just, that's what people say about the show. Right, right. No, that's what they say about the show, but they actually literally had. They embedded Unique saying that to Marvin. If you don't mm. see the body, they ain't dead. And I don't know who exactly who they was talking about. I don't even know what season that was from. But anyway, this nigga back on the scene with the with the with the one eye that don't open. You know how like back in the days, little girls used to have them them little um them little dolls that when you pick mm. them up, the eye open don't, up, don't and then open. after a while, like, <laughs> the other one don't. Yeah, one of them, yeah, the one don't and shit. That, yeah, that yeah, that type of eye. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh, I look at this. Yeah, remember, remember this when Cannon got burnt up, nigga? <laughs> right, <laughs> he right, healed. right, right. <laughs> he healed. exactly. He healed. Got some lotion. Got some fucking some uh, eucerin. But anyway, long story short, so Unique is back. There's there's a theory that Unique is now gonna be Breeze. You know what I'm saying? Who is, I guess, one of the guys that like that's the guy that put Cannon in position. Mm-hmm. So there's this theory saying that. Most people think Unique is dead, so he's going to kind of play that to his advantage and just mm-hmm. kind of move from the darkness. He's not, he don't really look the same, even though he does look the same, he just looked like he got fucked up. Mm-hmm. He's going to kind of maybe assume a whole nother identity. This is, we don't, and we don't even know, 
we don't even know where he's going to fall. Is he going to be at odds with, with Kanan for killing Ronnie, even though Ronnie tried to kill him? You know what I'm saying? Is he going to be at odds with Rock, even though that was his little, you know what I mean, his little jingle? You know what I'm saying? Is he going to come back to Pernessa and get a sandwich and hug his son Jerome? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who knows? I mean, we'll see what happens. Listen, he was there yeah. the whole time. So if he wanted to avenge Ronnie, he had to jump. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Interesting, interesting. And, okay. And Ronnie tried to put him in the grave. So I doubt he would be trying to avenge Ronnie. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder what he was there for. What was he there to do? You think? Maybe, maybe, maybe he was part of the, I don't know. Maybe he, I don't know shit. Maybe he just snuck up on the shit. Maybe, maybe Linguini gave him the heads up. Mm. Maybe he was mm. up at Linguini crib, chilling. You know what I'm saying? Hiding as the dead. You right. know what I'm saying? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He it, was start, a hell of a, it was a hell of a finale. Go ahead. Go he ahead. start sorry, his love affair back with Rip Rock. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, what you got? Any, uh, I mean, we got a while till it comes back. Yeah, so it's a long any, while. I ain't got no predictions. I just want to say uh, that the, the season, the season was good. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the season. Um, yeah. I, I really, you know what I'm saying? Like, now in hindsight, they they wasted a lot of time with Ronnie. But, you know, hey, you know what I mean? They just showed him brooding all over the, all over the place for a whole season and then killed him. So, no development there. But maybe he was just there as a tool, you know what I'm saying, to give us somebody to be mad at once Unique was gone. Mm. For the while Unique was gone. Um. I think we got to see, you know, that the soft side of rock and, you know, how all of this may affect her or may not, you know what I'm saying? Like having to deal with your brother, then your son getting kidnapped and niggas in the streets, you know what I mean? So that's cool. You know, it gives us another season of some snaps and pops cameos and, yeah. and, and dress dress ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh you know, Marvin is 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 you know under pressure more than everybody. You know what I'm saying? So that's a you know what I'm saying that's a variation for next season. Goddamn, I guess getting rid of uh old Detective Howard. You know what I'm saying? Clean up a lot of cases. You know what I mean? So it's gonna yeah. you know that's gonna let Jukebox off the hook for sure. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna both of her cops is dead. <laughs> You know, so she good to go on to the army. Um, mm-hmm. Kanan's little secret is dead, you know. Um, Raquel and Marvin's, not Raquel and Howard's relationship is dead as far as oh, police okay. is concerned. <clears throat> um, you know, who the fuck going to turn the, who the fuck going to turn the evidence on Marvin? Nobody now, I don't Nobody. think. Nobody. Yeah, people talking, gonna be but nobody got he. Nobody they ain't got nobody on him. So right. Gerald dead, and Howard dead. So boom, that's a fresh start for Marvin. Fresh right. start for Unique. Fresh start for Rock. Can't even get to grow up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Guess he might yeah. graduate from high school or something. I don't even know if he still go. But you know that little part. Right. <laughs> got a little baby may have a baby got on a the way baby we'll up, might have a baby on the way the nigga done grew up the heroin mm. mm-hmm. running mm-hmm. his little team 
Yeah. And shit, we'll come back next year. It'll be, you know what I'm saying? 90-something. He'll be in the streets hard. Yeah, going for it. We forgot to say just a quick beat on, um, it was that scene where Lou was about to kill himself. Oh, yeah, But yeah, he thought yeah, yeah. better of it. Yeah, he saw himself yeah. in the mirror and was like, nah, I can't go out like we this. We forgot to get sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He came, he came to, he came to a census. He went from sensitive to a census, and we'll see what happens. And even if, to just to say that, even if uh, Ronnie was a misdirection character, mm-hmm. homie that played Ronnie played the shit out yeah, of that yeah. role. He, he man. did a good yeah. job, man. I, yeah, I ain't he mad. Killed that shit. I was just nah. mad that they killed him off without any ascent yeah. or growth or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nigga wore the same jacket his whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, exactly. And the speaker Lou killing himself, nigga, that shit wasn't finna kill you. He didn't even yeah, tie that You just wrap that shit around your neck a few times. That shit would have <laughs> fumbled just, apart. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, man. Well, we'll be back. Also, uh, like I said, we're going to be talking about Mr. and Mrs. Smith next week, most likely. We're going to finish up with the True Detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, might talk about this Vince Staples show. We got BMF coming back on March 1st. Right. So it's a lot of shit going on. If anything else that, out there that we should be talking about or you know, you want to hear us speak on, let us know. And she uh, yet this weekend... Like I said, I'm in Hartford. I'm in Hartford, Connecticut this weekend, Friday, Saturday, 17th and the 18th, City Steam Brewery. Tickets are available on my website, DamianLemon.com, and uh, there's a ticket link in my Instagram stories right now and also bio on my Instagram page, D Lemon Comedy. Yes, and until next week, and until, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation and go buy them damn Hartford tickets. Nickel. Ooh, wee. We out.